0: Welcome to the second episode of Paranormal: The New Normal for tonight. Which my podcasters are gonna be like, "What are you talking about?" But that's that's just what it is. So <laughs> that's because I live stream every time I do a show on Parapost Network. Go check them out live; they're even better to see my beautiful face in person. But and yes, I look like Bigfoot to some degree. But my guest tonight is a f- co-host slash former co-host of a show I was on called TBA, which. Is in hiatus at this moment, but it may return in the future. I don't know yet. We'll see. Maybe in a few months. I gotta figure stuff out. But Sabrina Malachowski. Did I just butcher that name or no?
1: You butchered it a little bit, but I'm kind of nervous. Um, I don't even want to use that last name any. Like I'm. I don't like it. But it's Malachowski. Um,
0: but... Well, what's the, what's the name? What's the name you prefer? <laughs>
1: Um, my, my handle name, (laughs) I kind of, I see, I like the frost, like I like frost. Like it's, I feel like, you know, snowflakes.
0: Okay. Well, my guest is Catalea Frost, which I do like that name. So, you know, I'm good for that.
1: Like I I knew how to work it. Uh, It
0: always makes always makes me think of Emma Frost from X-Men.
1: Ah yeah, see there we go.
0: (laughs) But and we are here tonight to talk about, as I advertised, what happens when your children have supernatural slash paranormal experiences, and how do you handle it? Which it's a fun topic that I haven't really truly touched on yet. I did have my friend Freddie Fisher's daughter on here talking about her paranormal experiences, but (laughs) it's we haven't heard it from a parent's view yet, which. We're going to do that tonight for the first time, and that's going to be the fun part. So, why don't you, first off, let's start with you. Where, did you ever have any paranormal experiences when you were younger, when you were a kid yourself?
1: Yeah, so I have two that I vividly remember. One, um, which I think I've mentioned before, like my mom had, she had like, I don't know, she's she was like psychic or something i don't know like she was able when she was little to say when somebody was going to die so um i don't know like what happened but she woke up with a night terror freaking out saying our cousin's name and then something about a car and was freaking out and then she like passed out she was like sleep talking so she passed out went to sleep like nothing else no no big deal Um, he was like five or six, I think I wasn't alive yet. Um, but apparently he got hit by a drunk driver that night when she woke up freaking out. So we knew that there was something up with her. With me, I only witnessed two times and then they, you know, they threw me in psych warts, um, you know, (laughs) saying I had some psychosis. Uh, so (laughs) you have to be careful with who you say you see things to. (laughs) but i um i did see when i was a little girl with my mother somebody like a black shadow just drinking consistently like repetitively out of a closet just kept going like doing nothing else when we would turn the lights on it wouldn't be there when we would turn the lights off it was there i was like four or five um and my mom saw that as well and then the only other time was when I was at my bio dad's. I was sleeping. I woke up at like midnight, just woke up, and then there was this glowing like little girl just standing in front of my bed, but doing nothing, just standing, glowing, all that. Um, obviously I screamed. I don't, like, I don't know who wouldn't. <laughs> I freaked out. And that was pretty much it. So both, those two were pretty much it. Um, Nothing ever again after that. And, you know, I can't say that I'm like super, I don't know, like I don't see anything. But my daughter started to, you know, that's when my kids started to get a little more of, I think, seeing things. I think my son might be a little different. I think I just made him a little demon. I don't know what happened. (laughs) But (laughs) my daughter, she's more intuitive. She's more intuitive with the spirit realm, I think.
0: So why don't you, well, why don't you, because your daughter's the older one, right? Yep. So why don't you start with her and just tell us what experiences that she had that would make you think she's sensitive?
1: So she, there was a couple of times when she was younger, three, four, she started, um, she had an imaginary friend. And I remember when she first saw this person, um, I don't know if it's a boy, girl, she named him Babu. I don't know. This was years ago. She could barely speak. So she was looking out the window. There was nobody even there, but she was smiling. So I, I figured it was a good spirit. And for a couple of years, just, you know, she was just hanging out with Babu. I don't know. I don't know who it was. But then there were moments where she was having night terrors. She would wake up. And then when she was around five or six, uh, she saw something, which she still talks about to this day. So it really did creep her out. When she went into the closet, she was like, playing with her Barbie doll house, but the closet was right there. So she looked through the closet and all she saw was red eyes and growling. So she ran into back into her bed and just like, I don't know, like hit under the whatever blankets, I guess. Um, and she's not one to really come and talk to me. So she did mention it the next day, but she's not the person like me that's freaking out. Like, Oh my God, Lord, help me. Like, you know, somebody saved my ass. Like, she's very, you know, it is what it is. I don't know. It's, you know, I just saw some random scary eyes. So I went to sleep. <laughs> so she's not really affected too much. But then she would say things that would catch me a little bit, like, um, almost like psychic stuff. Like, you know, she knew right away I was pregnant. Um, which I did hear kids are in tune with that as well. So she knew right away that I was pregnant. She was like, oh, you know, when my baby brother gets here, I can't wait, blah, blah, blah. I didn't even know I was pregnant, let alone having a boy. So, um, she caught that. Um, she's caught. We were going on a vacation. She kept saying that the plane was going to crash. I was like, huh, geez, like, I can't deal with this. Like after all these things that she says, like, I was like, I can't even deal and, um, you know, I'm calling my family up for prayers and rosaries and all that because I really wanted to go on the vacation. Apparently dying wasn't that didn't matter. So, <laughs> 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 but it wasn't necessarily that the plane crashed. Somebody was upset in my family, very upset, going through an extremely, extremely emotional, suicidal, hard time. And they wished, they said, I hope the plane crashes when we go home. And those were words said to me. So it just, like, strikes, it strikes, it strikes something with me when I was like, oh, my God, like, this is, you know, it didn't happen. But she was able to say something to make it sound like, you know, exactly that. So I knew she was, like, I don't know, always something and you know coming into my apartment when we first moved in here she was able to feel a negative energy pretty quick in the kitchen and all of that um she didn't like it it was by her room she's very easy to pick up on energies and just i don't like it i don't like how something feels her dreams are very vivid um she usually is just very in tune with stuff yeah first
0: things first. A person she was talking to someone named Babu. Babu. Are you are are you sure she didn't watch an old episode of Seinfeld by chance? No. <laughs> <laughs> no. And any any hard, any parkour Seinfeld fan will know the episode I'm talking about. I Babu, don't... no, Babu, I didn't. But... <laughs> <laughs> no, she
1: definitely did not. Cause I like I I think we've already spoken about it. More of a friends person
0: not seinfeld true true i forgot about that
1: yeah so no seinfeld she just name was babu then she just stopped talking about him randomly but she still remembers those eyes so i'm not quite sure
0: i mean there's no chance the house you live in what could possibly be possessed by a demonic creature of some sort
1: I don't know but I will say my son has described seeing something with red eyes. Um you know uh, and we're at a different house so I'm not quite sure um from when she saw to when he when he saw you know um that was a little I'm not I'm not sure but he did say over there red eyes growling like basically said the same exact thing that she did and he didn't hear it from her. She doesn't really talk about it. I have to ask and like pull things out of her a lot of the times, especially now that she's older. Um, but Which, yeah.
0: So, but it's two different houses, you said. Yep. So, and remind me again because I know what you told me before, but you're not of Middle Eastern ancestry at all, right?
1: Uh, kind no. So I'm Puerto Rican. Through the the Indian tribes, though. So, it's, like, it's uh, more native. Because, okay, so, I guess, like, getting into my son. Mm -hmm. So, when my mom died, I was very much, like, I need to find mediums. I need to do Ouija boards. I need to do spirit boxes. I I was, like, so invested, like, finding her. So, I did a Ouija board. It didn't work. Um, I did it with my husband. We did it a few times. He's very impatient. So it just wasn't working. So I decided, well, maybe spirits don't like him. And <laughs> so I decided to do it alone one night. You know, I did the sage. I lit the sage candles, the white candles. I had crystals. Like, I did what I thought you are supposed to do. Um, nothing happened. You know, like, nothing worked. Nothing moved. Nothing. So I just thought, okay, the end. Um, That night, um, oh, I forgot that something dripped on me. And I have a picture of this, too. And um, it was on my hands. And I, like, looked up at my ceiling. It was just this orange droplet. Um, I don't know what it was. I looked up. There was nothing there. So I got a little, like, okay. Like, it was weird. It was just very random, very weird. It just something fell from the ceiling and I don't know what it was. Later, like an hour later, my son starts screaming. Um, and I can't even tell you the way he was reacting. He was reacting like he saw a ghost. <laughs> like he flipped. He was screaming. He wouldn't let us go near him. He kept pointing at different places. You know, saying, blah, like, I don't even know what he was saying, but he was saying, save me, save me. Um, but he wouldn't let us touch him at the same time. He was standing up and just yelling, mama, 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 freaking out. And he's three going on four. So that went on for about a month. It took a minute. He wouldn't go back in the room. My It was my room. Um. And nothing like that but the um other types of things that he would do is when he would sleep he likes to talk in his sleep and then he all of a sudden started doing some weird um hand like I don't know hands and feet in the air and he started sounding like he was like doing some native tribe ritual like sound I I can't explain it um but like things you would see in the movies that are like more tribe related. So it was really interesting. I don't know what happened about a month. Sometimes I'll still talk in his sleep, but he's not having those tears anymore. But I do always encourage my daughter to be open minded. And if she feels an energy, welcome it. If it's a positive energy that she can feel.
0: Well, the reason I was asking if you were Middle Eastern descent was the red eyes got me thinking like, what if your family is being followed by a djinn?
1: I don't know what that is, but probably my... A,
0: a djinn is the original version of what a genie is, say, from Aladdin.
1: Uh-huh.
0: A djinn is a the original more horrifying version of that. Like, the original jinn, which they're spelled D J I N, or D J I N N, in some spellings, but they're from the middle. They're from the Middle Eastern folklore originally, and they're basically the same as genies as we know them in American culture. But they can grant wishes. But they are where the stories come from, like the Monkey's Paw of you get wishes, but you're not going to want what happens after the wish.
1: Oh no, that would. Oh,
0: and, and they follow families of Middle Eastern heritage a lot of times for thousands of years. If they don't get to fulfill like their full desire, like they if they they'll follow the family until they get to fulfill that full desire. So that's I that, that. That's why. That's why I asked.
1: Am I Middle Eastern? Does that make me not really
0: right? Probably not. I I don't know. I mean, if if you said you're from like if your family so, has hair. Eh, that's not middle middle eastern. I mean, it is, but it isn't. That's more that's more European. But middle eastern, it like it's a, it's a lot of families from Iraq, Iran, and that general area.
1: Yeah. Like oh. The de-
0: the desert. Like if you're from like that deserty area, like that's what a lot of it is. Like that's where the Jinns originated from, and they supposedly have come to America as well because of families migrating and following them. But they are uh, huh people. People question whether them they are like dimensional creatures or like uh, Mister Miz- and in uh, Superman, however the hell you say it, the yeah. freaking the imp. But but people also question like, are they just creatures who have been here since Earth began? And and there's also questions of if they're demons or angels. And I mean, there's a lot of different theories like for what the- in are.
1: Yeah, I mean. <laughs> I don't know there's so many i've i've you know talked to many mediums many uh people and they can never give me the proper like answers i need um i saw one medium that was able to point my daughter out and um because i took her she wanted to go see what it was about i let the medium know that a child will be with me um you know to make things safe so she, my door just opened by itself. So, yeah, that happens actually too. Uh My door just opens and I don't, I don't know what that was no, about.
0: No, no open windows, no air conditioning running that could push it open.
1: No, it's quiet.
0: All right. That's, well, I mean, I, I know, I know in my house that when um I'm talking paranormal stuff, sometimes the spirits in my house like to come out and like let me know they're around. But
1: around Yeah, I mean I get that and then I get but the Ouija board didn't work. Why didn't but then people are like, Well, it did. It just didn't say anything, but it let you know its presence with like the droplet and then your son freaking out. I'm like, but then why wouldn't it move and tell me how
0: That's my next question right there is what in good sense made you think it's ever a good idea to mess with a Ouija board? Listen, the amount of- the amount of horror stories that start with "Oh, we bought a Ouija board."
1: <laughs> I got desperate. Um, I just, I guess, desperation when you just want to reach a loved one can really do that to you, and it hasn't like nothing crazy besides doors sometimes, and like sometimes my son's toys will go off. Um, but other than that, like nothing crazy happens. It's like be, well. I mean my son was a little crazy but um that seems to be over with too I don't know but my daughter sometimes says that she can feel energy she just doesn't see anything
0: Well I mean she she may be at the very beginning of a uh, life of being sensitive to this type of stuff and yeah. she may as she gets older if, if she nurtures it it will develop
1: Yeah I mean I told her to I'm not like I'm not like oh my god like you're crazy you know, like I said, when I was mentioning things, they were saying that I had psychosis and needed to be on medications for hallucinating. Um, And I wasn't. And I, was like, <laughs> I know what I saw. <laughs> and still to this day, like, I'll say what I saw, you know, and there's the two incidences. Um, Aside from, you know, doors and stuff. But that's that's more like here. I've never experienced really much else but yeah i mean it's been definitely weird to have children that are more in tune but my daughter is definitely in tune my son has a huge imagination so sometimes you have to like i don't know pick which one is real type thing like what's he really talking about but he was shaking like he would actually be hyperventilating and shaking so that's when i know it's like it's it's legit it's real
0: Which, are you sure, I mean, are you sure he just has a big imagination and it's not that he's sensitive to? I mean, it usually runs in genetics.
1: Well, with him, he likes to say that there was a big scary monster that ate his foot last night, so I think that that's a big, unless he's trying to say there was a big scary monster that was, like, you know, trying to grab his foot, like, maybe he's trying to say something else, but, like, exaggerates it. I'm not sure.
0: Oh, I mean. Never know. It could be a creepy Monsters Inc. theory, but yeah. Uh, uh, other than that, I mean, I'm well. I I mean, there are stories going back fifty, sixty years of kids seeing things in their rooms their whole life when they're goes when when it's dark and they go to sleep and they they're awake in the room and they see something, but they can't scream or yell because they're paralyzed by fear. So
1: <laughs> I yell. <laughs> I yelled both. I think the first time I was with my mom though, so I didn't yell. I was just like you know, smacked her a little bit, she didn't know what to say because she was like, oh, it's just car lights, like mm, car lights. So then we finally would talk about it like later after I'm an adult and she'd be like, yeah, I was just trying to get you to go to sleep, dude. Like that thing was real. <laughs> uh,
0: it's funny. You're the second guest I had on tonight. You talk about one toys talking is the, their kids toys talking yep. and two uh, to talk about seeing things in the room when they were a kid, which I never had that experience. I, I mean, I watched Friday the 13th Jason takes Manhattan for the first time when I was like 12 or 13. And that's the closest I got because I kept thinking I saw a hockey mask outside my bedroom window. But other, (laughs) other than that, like I never experienced any of this stuff as a kid. And I often wonder if it's because my parents built the house we lived in my whole childhood when I was two. So it was a new house and there was no bad history of the land of like Native American or anything like that. So I don't oh, like, I don't, if, I don't know if there just wasn't, there wasn't that energy or like a dimensional rift near me or something. Like I never saw anything.
1: I don't know. I my mother was gifted. I think that's what happened. But my grandmother took her somewhere after my cousin died. She got a little freaked out. Okay. So she my grandmother got freaked out. So she ended up taking her somewhere to hide. Like I there's I guess there's a thing like a ritual thing that you can do um where you like almost like lock up like that part of you that that um the a gift of yours and it's just hidden for a while I think towards the end of her death um when she was getting sick she did start to see things I heard um not bad things but more just people around her um not specific people either just go like ghosts or spirits or whatever you want to say um just around just standing there um so that's a little freaky I think especially if you don't know them but Yeah, no, I think she was the one with the gift and some it didn't get really passed down to me at all. Like I said, I only had like two like things Um, and the Ouija board would have worked if I had a gift, I think.
0: (laughs) Um, Yes and no. Ouija boards are highly unpredictable based on everything I've ever heard about them. They are. You could not have a gift at all. And I mean, the girls that conjured Zozo back in the 60s. They didn't have any gifts. They were just messing around. All of a sudden, they have a demon talking, and that's named Zozo, and he ends up being one of the most famous demons in history.
1: Oh, that's true. Yeah, I did a lot of like what, like if, if like it starts going like through the A to Z, shut it down. If it says Zozo, shut it down. So I definitely did a little research, but I was stupid and did it alone by myself. Um and that's when craziness happened with my son. And then that weird droplet thing that happened, which I don't know what that droplet thing was. Somebody told me it was some type of bad energy showing their presence. Um, It doesn't necessarily have to be this person standing in front of me screaming at me like a demon. It could just be something as simple as I'm here with like a droplet, I don't know. It was really weird.
0: Well, that's the other thing with the Ouija boards is sometimes they will just do little things like that to let you know that, oh, you almost conjured something big into this world, but I'm a nicer one. I'm older or something like that. I'm wiser. So I'm not going to mess with you like that bad. I'm just going to let you know I was here and I could really destroy your life if I wanted to, but just a warning. Don't mess with this stuff again. Bye bye. Yeah. that's That's basically what a lot of Ouija board things come down to at the end of the day. Which I have never used a Ouija board. And for the last five years, after hearing stories of people using them, I am dead terrified to ever touch one because they may be just a toy that they sell at Target and Best Buy, or not Best Buy, but Target and Walmart and all that. But which yep. actually in yeah. a lot of in a lot of parts of the United States, they will not sell Ouija boards.
1: And you can actually like I heard, like you can make it like just on a piece of paper with your friends. And it's still the same idea. Um I don't know like it I really don't know so I don't know what happened and like I said it didn't move for me but then stuff happened afterwards even though nothing moved I did it like 20 times like a few times with my husband and then like I think a couple of times by myself and the last time was when something happened but it still never moved but I did my whole goodbye and all of that but clearly there was no goodbye
0: (laughs) Oh, that truly is the most important part usually is that you say goodbye is that you Mm -hmm. say goodbye and say you can go now because that otherwise you're stuck with them, but But I I I wouldn't Go ahead.
1: Oh, I was stuck anyway. So I mean, I don't know. So I don't even know if goodbye really works. I I think you just let things in and they'll come in if they wanna come in.
0: Yeah, I mean maybe they just think some people are boring and they're just like I don't need to stick around here at all. I'm just like go find someone cooler. But I mean they're deep. I mean they're they're supposed to be de- they're supposed to be demons, so I mean maybe they're just looking for people that like to party and have fun, but who knows?
1: Misery loves company. So Truly. Yeah but
0: I don't know. Well, if all this is happening in the houses you lived in, have you had any experience with shadow people?
1: The shadow person was the person drinking out of the closet
0: right right right, which that's that's the only time you ever saw one,
1: yeah, and it was it was just it was so weird like and that's what my mom was saying it was car lights um because it was just literally a shadow It's very much a male um <laughs> very much a male you could just tell because it almost had like a top hat on i think
0: um oh, why
1: our, hat,
0: our top hat on
1: yeah is that bad or good is a
0: and actually... no not not necessarily not not necessarily but like... there is an anti <laughs> okay see what you're gonna say <laughs>
1: Oh no! Okay, so it was a top hat with like a trench coat, um, but like kept doing this like over and over. Well, wasn't doing anything else?
0: Okay, um, well, you're from upstate New York. Mm-hmm. Do you want to do you want to say a city or do you not want to?
1: Yeah, Buffalo is fine.
0: Okay, yeah. Well, yeah, it's a big it's a big area. So, but yeah. Buffalo, Buffalo has a Buffalo has a huge history with prohibition. Really. Yeah, Buffalo was a big city during the Prohibition era in the 1920s. So, hmm. what you could be seeing is the spirit of someone from that era. Because, I mean, the trench coat, the top hat, that yeah. just, that's that era's wardrobe, basically, for men. And that's true. especially people who were into the bootlegging industry and stuff like that. So, I mean, do you know if the house you lived in at that point was ever a bar like a secret hiding place for people who were bootleggers
1: so i don't know but that specific house was a victorian house it was like a mansion um you know those big mansions you see with like those circle the circle side rooms like yeah the it, side, there's like a circle
0: yeah it looks like a castle almost because of that yeah, yeah.
1: so that's where actually he was, was the circle. So that was my room. That was my mom. Like, it was a huge, huge house. We had the whole upstairs, but it was three stairs. It was a huge mansion. So um, it was really old, very Victorian, gorgeous. Oh my god, gorgeous. Um, But that's where we were living. And yeah, I mean, it was like a lawyer office like downstairs, but we were living on the upstairs. And Yeah, I mean, so it was an old Victorian type of house, downtown Buffalo, um, very much in the like heart of it, heart of Buffalo.
0: Yeah, which if it's right in the heart of Buffalo, that Mm -hmm. like that's the that's the middle of the city basically, right? Yeah. Yeah. So that that would have been the area that would have been huge during bootlegging times, prohibition times and for all that stuff to happen. So you could have been seeing a spirit of a bootlegger from that era and. If it's a Victorian mansion, almost I imagine yeah. that building's pretty old.
1: Oh yeah, really old, like creeks and everything. Like you, it was just really old. Like spiders would like run at you and stuff. Like they would attack you. <laughs> like,
0: but we... So that does <laughs> that does sound like a? I mean, so I might just solve that mystery right there because that could just been the spirit of a, and like they would have kept stuff like that in the closet because if anybody saw it, it'd be illegal. So. If they wanted a drink, they could have went to the closet, took a drink, and shut the door again.
1: Oh no shit! Yeah. Oh.
0: I mean, I'm not saying I officially solved that case, but it's a good, it's a damn good theory to go off of. That could be really true.
1: We could definitely use that theory. That's a good one. I didn't think about that. That That's super interesting. Because yeah, hiding. Ah. I'm. I'm.
0: I'm from New York. I know my New York history, but. uh,
1: Got it. I think. well, the crime?
0: No, I wouldn't say it's a crime. I mean, the man just wants a drink and he wants to have a drink in the afterlife. <laughs> I, I think I'll, I'll be the same way. I'll be in freaking. <laughs> mo- <laughs> if, if there's a hell, I'll most likely be there with it with Satan just drinking up. But oh, I mean, God. if there's yeah. a hell.
1: But that was the only time I ever saw. Like I always I would always describe it as more of like a shadowy type of male fic- male person and like a top hat trench coat type of deal. Um, and then there was the glowing girl. I don't know anything about glowing people. It was like a highlighter. Um, and all she did was st- she stood there and was like a little girl. Um,
0: so base, I mean, spirits have been known to glow if they, I mean, I don't know what it is about certain ones that make them have that ability, but it could be because they, I don't know, they figure out how to do something special to get extra attention, or it could be a kid spirits way of gaining extra attention possibly. I mean, I don't know. There's, yeah. no way, there's no way I can know what that means. I mean, they say people in life have different auras and that some are brighter and some are darker. Maybe this person has had a brighter aura to begin with or a really bright aura to begin with. And when they died, they kept it. But... Yeah.
1: Yeah. I mean, that is possible. I have no idea. It was very interesting to see. But I just freaked out. Like, there's part of me that, that I guess that's why, like, I encourage my daughter. Because there's a part of me that, like, wishes I would have just continued to try to reach out. Because I that was kind of the end of me and experiencing things like that. Um, and then it went straight to my daughter. So, yeah.
0: Well, I mean, that's just, you know, I mean, it's, it's, like I said before, it's a genetic disposition that if you're sensitive to things, the next generation is going to be able to as long as it's nurtured and allowed to grow. Like yep. our our parents in the 90s, 2000s, a lot of them were just like, Oh, that stuff doesn't exist. Like, the reason my show was called The Paranormal, The New Normal is because it's becoming the new normal. There's a spiritual awakening happening in the world, the United States especially, but the world where more and more people are realizing they have these abilities that their parents told them to keep quiet about. Exactly. Or, or they just never discovered because they never lived in a place with spirits until they got older. But it's just that's that's kind of why I wanted to do the theme of this episode as like, what if our kids can do this? Because it's a big thing because I never no one in my family that I know of has any kind of sensitivity abilities to see things or to sense things. Like it's just not in my family. No one in my family has ever talked about it. I, I think I am actually the only person in my family truly into paranormal, like as fully as I, as a true paranormal fan would be. But so I don't know. It's just, it, it, that's why it interests me. Cause I mean, I think I I wish.
1: (laughs) Right. No, I think so, too. And I don't get scared. Like, you know, when she was, you know, the only thing I did get scared of was the, you know, the plane crash because I knew my daughter was more sensitive. So that was scary. And then kind of to see it play out the way it did. Definitely like done like ring ring she already repeated, you know, that she was going to do that or that, you know, the plane was going to crash. It didn't crash. I'm here. But somebody repeated that quote. So it was interesting. And it was a horrible trip anyways. Oh, my God. But um, then when my daughter said that I was pregnant or she didn't even say it, she was just talking like I was that was it. Like when the baby brother comes, blah, blah, blah. So two days later, like I took a test and I, sure enough, I was pregnant. So, I mean, she's just able to kind of pick up on some stuff and they get a little difficult, I think sometimes because they don't necessarily, they're not as scared. They're not freaking out. They're not, oh my God, you know, so sometimes she'll have these sights or scenes, or she'll like have an energy. She feels like an energy touching her. You know, and I won't know that until, I guess, maybe, you know, she decides to tell me one day. So, my son's a little different because he, like, freaks out.
0: (laughs) He'll probably get used to it as he gets older, I can imagine, because that's usually the way it goes. But, I I mean, I have spirits in my house, as I'm pretty sure I've told you before. But And my listeners all know this for a fact. But, so, I mean, my... Abilities, if I have any, are really starting to pick up, and, like, since I've been talking to psychic and me- psychics and memes, especially, like, every time I talk to them, I get, like, these strange feelings in my brain, and I can't describe them, and it's not like I'm having a stroke or aneurysm-like type feeling, I'd imagine, but it's more it's more like a light going on in my brain and a part of my brain that's not usually active, so.
1: Yeah, I mean, I heard we all have this ability. It's just, you have to put, like, you can actually even develop it. You could practice it. So, you know, I mean, I, I think anybody really can do it. It's like one, it's something <coughs> to practice on and work on and meditations and, you know, really trying to like get in that mindset. Um, I think I've tried, but I'm a little too um, like anxiety crazy, like where my brain won't let me meditate. <laughs>
0: Yeah, I never. That's the problem is I never really try because I'm always so busy. I just don't have time to sit there and do nothing. I mean, I'm either podcasting, working, dealing with the kids, or yep. doing work, doing work for podcasting, or watching movies for podcasting. So I mean, it's just never-ending day. I mean, yeah, I, I literally have the only time I have myself during the day is, is when I'm just getting food or something. But other or, or oh. drive or driving. But I really don't want to try and meditate then because that could end badly. But. <laughs>
1: So, yeah, no, that is true. So I don't. Then maybe you always had a gift, or you were more sensitive, but because you weren't like allowed to be, I guess, like you kind of pushed it out quick.
0: Well, I mean, I never had any experiences to begin with when I was a kid, because my because my mom would have told me by now if I had experiences like that when I was a kid, because she knows I'm into all this. She knows I do a podcast about it. So, but so she would have told me if I had any experiences I don't remember. And like I said, the house we both houses we lived in when i was a kid one only for two years the the other one i lived in for 20 years they were both built one when i was one when i was in the in the womb and another one when i was two years old so i mean so we lived in new houses with no previous tenants and we lived in on land that was just orange groves it wasn't any or not orange were they yeah i think they're orange groves because i think new york has orange groves but or actually, no, there's strawberry <laughs> fields. I'm sorry, I'm sorry, there's strawberry fields. But
1: I'm, I'm thinking, I don't know.
0: They, it, it it was a plot of land that was strawberry fields, and my grandfather actually grew up playing football on that land too when he was a teenager. But, huh. so, but it, so it's undamaged land from past trauma and its new houses. So I never, I just might never experience anything. I mean, my grandma's, my grandparents' house that my great-grandfather built when my grandma was a child that I've I got some feelings in that house once in a while, but nothing ever like that creepy that yeah. I was like, this. Right, I mean, if anything, it might just be my great grandfather or my great grandmother that's still like hanging out in the house. But I never, I mean, I don't know. My grandma always said she saw my great grandmother's, when when my, oh no, her, her father, my great grandfather, when he died, she saw a little orb of light come out of his body and just float away.
1: That would be so wild to see. Like, I would be so curious. I it. mean,
0: I, I love my grandma, but she is also one to uh, fa- fabricate stories to make them sound better. That's so, my... and I, and she told me that when I was a kid. So, she could have just been trying to amuse a kid and make me believe in heaven and God and all that. But,
1: <laughs> wait, okay. So, then my question is I get confused with you because. You are an atheist.
0: but then- I am ag- I am agnostic. I am not an atheist by oh, any means. That's, the- oh, that's most the Bracket Bastards crew that's atheist. But I am agnostic. I believe there's possibly something out there that there's something controlling things. I just don't want to admit what I think it may be because I might be end up in a loony bin. But, you know.
1: ah, I want to know. I won't throw you in the loony bin.
0: <laughs> well, I—I I mean, I've been through this, but I—I I mean, there's the whole—I—I I don't know if it's a—I don't know if we're in an alien matrix of some kind where they just have us plugged into a computer ba- system, basically, like the actual movie, because I think that was based on real things that the government knows about. And I think—I think we might be in a matrix of some kind, or I possibly think that there are gods. I don't—I don't think there's one god because there's no. There's no singular of anything in this universe. There's always more than one. Besides me, because I'm an original. But,
1: I don't know. Jimmy. I don't know. You go on those sites, there's a lot of you. <laughs>
0: there's no one just like me. I am a unique person by far. <laughs> but
1: there's no I, one like me. A one.
0: I don't know about that. <laughs> but Watch yourself. <laughs> Yeah. But yeah, I so I mean, I believe that all the stories of gods, old and somewhat new from all over the world might be true to some degree or they're just aliens that came through the into the matrix that act like gods and that make us believe in something. Give us a reason to do what we do every day. But I don't know. I mean, that's my theory, but I don't know. I don't know. Well,
1: I don't know. I really hope I'm not connected to some freaking machine man that would really suck
0: well we're 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 all hooked up to different machines. it's called cell phones, television I mean we just yeah. don't know it
1: <laughs> well, I mean like actually like my body plugged into a machine that's like a horrible way to think that you're living because then what what the heck then I'm just gonna like go to sleep and like I don't know I guess get unplugged one day I don't know. oh my god but i mean and i really do think it's important to encourage your children to talk and to um open up about anything honestly but um don't make them feel like they're going crazy like i literally got a psychosis diagnosis because of freaking me saying about this glowing girl and I know what I saw I can still say it at almost 30 years old what I saw um, and they put me on medication like they they literally you know thought I was not it's all because I said what I saw and I just don't think it's right
0: I agree and I mean back then a lot happened a lot and it's just the way it goes
1: yeah that's why it's important not do that with your kids No, Let them speak.
0: I mean, yeah, I mean kids should be encouraged in this stuff. But I I don't know. I just don't know anymore. I mean my kids don't I mean they my stepson pointed out UFOs to me when I like a couple years ago as my wife's old house in the Bridgewater Triangle, but <laughs> and when he just spent the week at his aunt's house down there, he did completely like, he was complaining about seeing ghosts going to bed and everything down there, which, at her, at her house, which, their house is, like, a lot of the land down there is very haunted. Uh, that, whole, that whole area is cursed from Native Americans that were slaughtered on that land, so they, they the Wampanoag tribe completely cursed white men after that point, which I don't blame them, but it's just the way, way it goes when you're a white man and we destroy everything we touch. But, <laughs> 100%, 100% true, but I, so, yeah, I agree with you 100%. Let your kids be open to this stuff. Teach them about it so they know they can talk about it because there's an awakening happening our kids are going to be missing out if they don't know what's going on.
1: Yeah, I agree. I have um, tarot cards and, like, um, there's, like, I got another thing that's called Heaven's Calling, and they're cards where you can kind of pick and it's supposedly you know from whoever you're thinking about who has passed the message from them and i do that with my daughter i do the message one a lot and she loves it absolutely loves it she like puts her mind and thought into it and like you know thinks of whoever has passed in her life and she'll take the card out it always makes her feel better too
0: which is a it's a good thing i mean anything that sues a child's mind is a good thing for sure
1: so she thinks that they're talking to her
0: which they might be who knows i mean i can't i've i've had i've seen tarot cards readings done in my show where it's like and like the person relates to it so much like you can't you don't know this person that's commenting on a post for anything in the world like you can't just know that stuff ahead of time i mean unless it's pre-planned which i doubt it is because he didn't seem like he knew she was coming on or who she was so
1: I mean, you really don't know, and that is why it's so interesting. That's why, like, I want to meet a medium. There's only one that seemed kind of legit in my eyes. I think that they all can do different things, and some are more in tune with certain with certain things, but they all claim to be the same. So it's, like, hard because you have to pick.
0: Um, oh, I was the same way. I always believed that mediums and psychics were, like, carnival attractions that, like, They're just people that know how to read a person without knowing them and can predict things that are not going to come true regardless or might come true because they're things that can happen to anybody. But since starting this show, I have met a few mediums and psychics. uh, Actually, most of the ones, pretty much all the ones that have been on this show, I fully believe they have the abilities they say they do because some of them, after recording, told me things that nobody could know. Nobody could know.
1: Can you not say David Johnson? Is is that one of them? Because
0: I like, don't know who that is.
1: Thank God! I'll talk to you about him later. Or ja- yeah. Jackson, something Jackson, David Jackson. I don't know. I'm gonna have to message you about. Oh,
0: I may know who I may know who you're talking about, but I, no, he has not been on my show. I've never had anybody named Jackson or Johnson on my show, so
1: you'll like him because he kind. You'll like him, um, but he got really mad at me. He's the only Archangel only archangel or something like that. Like the only one that speaks to archangels, and not, like
0: not true because I've met mediums that do that too.
1: Oh nope, he's the only one. All right, all right. <laughs> and, and then he basically was saying we just have to do good in this world and we have to be nice, kind things like that, and not like be so stuck on social media, which I thought was funny because. He's on social media, but whatever. I posted a picture of myself and he got mad at me, commented, didn't we just talk about this? Um, because I'm seeking others' approval. And I'm like, no, I just like the way I look that day. I just commented. So I ended up having to block him. Um, but I would recommend him on the show just because it things get a little wild. You'll have to listen to my podcast because it did get a little low out there, but you're into the out there.
0: Uh, we'll see. I mean, with the paranormal, I try to avoid the out there ones completely because <laughs> they could ruin a show and they could make people turn away from you as a fan because they are promoting themselves. And that's the only reason they're there. Oh, but, my
1: God. Yeah, it was so I couldn't even I couldn't even. like Yeah. Was, yeah,
0: like, All the mediums I've had on the show, I truly respect, Full, I fully respect. And I think they are legit doing what they say they do and i they've amazed me. I mean, Nina Roberts the episode that just dropped this past Saturday I truly believe everything she said and she gave me, after cameras went off and we stopped recording and weren't live anymore, it it got freaky weird in, in a good way though and it just let's just, to say, just to say there might have been something right next to me and I kind of sensed it the whole time I was talking to her and I just couldn't really put my finger on what it was until she told me.
1: <gasps> uh- so i see so sometimes but then that's why it's like I wish that so you have like that extreme over here but then you have ones that you know are just like doing what they like to do and you know or what they have been given you know and um it gets really hard to point out which ones are real which ones aren't like I've met so many fakes and I've only met like a couple that are good um It's hard than spending all that money just to find the right one is where I like. I could, like, I'll sit and read people all day, then fine. Like, you guys are scammers. Like, that's mean. Don't do that. Uh,
0: Well, for for anybody who agrees with these statements, I just listen to other episodes of my show that say medium or psychic in the title, and I may make you a believer yet, but I
1: believe it. I'm saying, I I
0: know, I know. I get what you're saying 100%. I'm just saying, like, there are a lot of people out there who don't believe in memes and psychics at all. And I, in this age of spiritual awakening, I think it's a disgrace to not believe in them at all when you can look past the, the frauders and the scammers and you can get a real one who knows what the hell they're doing and talks to spirits on a daily basis, lives with spirits on a daily basis, like a TV show or movie. So,
1: right. I mean, I believe in them. I just think that there's a lot of scammers out there that. Push the real ones away. So I wish that it wasn't like that so much, you know, um, so that we can talk to the real mediums out there, the ones that do have that gift. I guess that's kind of where I'm saying.
0: Yeah. I mean, that's basically the way I feel as well. So, yeah. all right. unless you have any other experiences to talk about, I think we can call this a good episode.
1: Nope. I'm all set. That was pretty much it. Yeah.
0: Perfect. Well, I'm sure, sure my listeners will enjoy this nice bonus episode, which I do weekly now on Wednesdays. So tell them where they can find you, Sabrina.
1: Oh, you can find me on um, shoot uh, Sabrina Malakowski on Facebook. Um, you can find me um, at catalayafrost.official on Instagram.
0: Nothing else you want to plug? You can buy
1: me on Unfiltered <laughs> as Catalia Frost. <laughs> Unfiltered is a adult modeling site. Free to follow.
0: <laughs> free to follow and I say worth it. So well, I mean it's worth more than free if you have the extra money, but You could also, as all my listeners know, find find me on Facebook as Paranormal the New Normal Facebook, not Facebook, Paranormal the New Normal Podcast Group, and all my shows are on there. Go there, and you'll see everything I'm in, guest roles and all four shows I do, possibly five again someday soon. We'll see. We'll have to talk. (laughs) Yeah. Um, And you can find me on Twitter and the gram as Juggalo Bastard, so.